0: Welcome, you're listening to The Morning Show. No, 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 not this kind of morning show. Something that'll wake you up. Wake up! No! Wake
1: up! Kicking off the Russian invasion in late February, something else was happening at the same time in New York. Stock prices of the biggest U.S. weapons manufacturers spiked. Founded by two brothers, becoming a cancerous company that would poison the American population and later the world. To ensure that their candidate ended up the winner. You're listening to KRZA, 88.7 FM, Alamosa, Colorado, to Taos, New Mexico, 98.7 FM in Watch, Colorado, and streaming online at krza.org. Connecting cultures along the upper Rio
0: Grande. You're listening to The Phone Booth on KZRA. Today we are talking to Coach McBride, personal trainer and health coach, considering all things health. Feel free to give some feedback on the program at art.pera88 at gmail.com. Good afternoon Art, this is John McBride
1: and as you well know um, I'm a strength and conditioning coach by profession uh, now in private practice uh, training primarily athletes but also some fitness clients and uh, you know working with the fitness clients working around their busy schedules to uh, help them achieve their health and fitness goals.
0: Yeah, I've always... um drawn to that field to study, my friend Shane Caldell in Stockton, Lodi, we used to call him Toothpick in high school because he was really skinny and uh, he he eventually became a personal trainer after high school and he uh, he runs frequent Spartan races and uh, training programs and he's really adept athlete. But what I noticed about him is he's very involved in the macronutrient side of nutrition and he doesn't really understand the micronutrient aspects of um, building the body. You, on the other hand, can you uh, can you give a good feedback when somebody asks you about micronutrients and how they are involved in muscle building and overall health and wellness? Uh, most definitely. You know, again, that,
1: that's a really common mistake I see in the fitness industry is the vast majority of people focus on, you know, proteins, fats, and carbohydrates, which are your macronutrients, and, you know, they'll eat chicken, rice, and broccoli three meals a day, so it fits their, you know, macro categories, but not paying any attention to the micronutrients, which micronutrients, uh, some people not, might not be aware, of your vitamins, your minerals, your phyto, uh, phytochemicals, that kind of thing, that um, are so critical to our health. Um, you know, fats, proteins, and carbohydrates, unless they're in excess, don't necessarily have a major impact uh, on our health um in the sense if we're getting enough protein how much that's that's questionable and same thing with fats and carbohydrates when it's the right amount that's questionable but you know one of the most vital nutrients which is very hard to get is magnesium and there's a lot of uh, huge benefits of uh, muscle building that comes from getting enough magnesium in our diets but it also helps to keep our, nervous system uh in check in in good health um you know one of the things it's also another nutrient that is uh often mischaracterized is the need for sodium salt salt is another nutrient that we actually need uh but we've been brainwashed for years too much salt uh has a negative impact on our bodies and the truth of the matter unless you have a junk food diet um most people are, you know, more deficient in salt than they realize. Um, and, you know, the health benefits of vitamin K and vitamin D, vitamin C for your immune system um, and, and you know, energy with your B vitamins, um, you know, there's so many different factors. And then you start getting into other micronutrients like good, healthy um, probiotics and prebiotics that we need to keep good gut health and that's critical because um, you know 80% or so of our immune system really comes from our gut and so when we take you know quality and get quality uh, pre, and pro, uh, pre and probiotics in our system um, that goes a long way in keeping our gut health And so there's a lot of things that come into play that's far more than just fats, proteins, and carbohydrates.
0: Yeah, um, if you give me a second uh, to catch up and consider what you just said, you know, I I really got involved in minerals recently, like a couple years ago, actually. And, you know, the the, the microbiome in the stomach is really important. So the thing about minerals is I am, yeah, I found, you know, pink salt, and I was like just enamored by pink salt and the minerals and the pink salt. So, you know, some people are into the scriptures. Other people just, you know, don't really care to learn. But, you know, in the scriptures it says that we are salt and light. And, you know, a lot of pastors give the importance of salt being a preservative to preserve the goodness. And, you know, you know, they have a lot of gift flavor. But one thing I don't, you know, hear pastors talk about the salt is it's electric, life-giving attributes that, you know, minerals, that, that salt, the minerals in the salt have. So, like you were saying, regular table salt the sodium is important for us that has been downplayed, as well as fats. You know, fats have been vilified since the 90s and before, and people have taken a big turn away from fats before this keto trend. But, you know, I want to focus on the salts. What I've learned about salts, maybe you can clarify some, is that, you know, the minerals in salts are extremely important to, the, you know, the function of nerves and, you know, and the, the the rest of the body functions. But, you know, from what I can tell, from what I, from what I understand, absorbing minerals from rock salts such as red, pink, black, blue salts is more difficult for the body. And it's much easier to absorb them from fruits and vegetables. And I'm a big fruit person myself. A uh, big fan of Dr. Robert Morris. But, um, yeah, so I'm big into salts because of the mineral content. And, you know, the pro-life and pro-health functions that the minerals contain. And I got some black salt from Estonia recently. And it had a really, really thick, eggy yolk. Taste in them, and I discovered that the black salts had a lot of sulfur, and um, and I, I guess sulfur is good for you know interstitial cellular cleansing, you know through the inner body fluids and the intercellular fluid to cleanse the cells, and so that was really fascinating towards me to me. But um, I also figured out that salt waters when you saturate water with uh, salts and leave them in the sun for a few days that it makes the minerals more easily readily available for your body to absorb um, do you think that's true
1: correct um you know people have for lack of a better word recipes for how to make brine and brine is um where you basically are dissolving the minerals in water um And then you use a teaspoon or two of the the brine water to get your minerals into your body. And and here's the thing with minerals. So our body, I, I use the example, it's not a perfect example, but I use the example, if you think of your brain as all of the power plants in whatever state you might live in, and then your entire nervous system is all of the electrical wiring that is in that state. And so our body functions on chemical electricity. And it uses minerals to allow the electrical stimulation to go through our nerves. Our nerves are like copper wires, not made out of copper, but in the essence how uh, the charge runs, um, and it's through the positive and negative, uh, you know, minerals that allow that electrical current to flow through our nerves, and the same is true with muscle contraction. The impulse comes from the brain, uh, and the nerve sends the signal to the muscle, and you need, you know, sodium, potassium, calcium, magnesium for the muscles to contract and relax. And one of the things, for example, um, you know, sodium is the most common mineral that we sweat out. But, you know, if you don't have magnesium and calcium in your body, the muscles won't relax after contraction. And, you know, for example, if you don't have enough magnesium and calcium, um, you know, we don't get as much restful sleep at night. Um, because it it is what allows the nerves to come. It's like you give a baby uh warm milk uh before bed and it's the magnesium and the calcium in that that helps them relax and puts them to sleep.
0: Yeah, well um see after I was in a car at in O six, you know, in my hometown people understand it and are understanding and familiar with it. But you know, After that, I realized I was cramping a lot and I didn't understand that my body was deficient in minerals and I had really severe cramps and I was, you know, chronically dehydrated and I didn't understand, you know, the role that water and minerals play in, you know, overall health. And I mean, I wasn't until 24 did I realize that we had to drink water. I was blown away when I had that epiphany, like, whoa, we have to drink this stuff? I'm like, really? (laughs) Like, you know... You know, I I was watching a news article on uh, one of the news stations in California about children in schools being dehydrated because they wake up for breakfast, they drink milk, you know, they drink juice, then they go to school, they drink more milk, more juice, and sodas. And, you know, the children in our country are not getting proper uh, hydration, and that entails lack of minerals and... um. It just I th- it's, it's a hard truth that I've come to conclusions with, but, you know, what do you think, why do you think that the countries in this state were a were, uh, lack of education?
1: When you say lack of education, regarding nutrition? Yeah,
0: especially nutrition. Um,
1: well, because I, I know how uh, your thought processes go If you go back to um, the beginning of our current medical um, complex, if you will, Uh, people talk about the military-industrial complex, but now we have a uh, medical-slash-pharmaceutical industrial complex. And... One of the things that happened with all the funding to start, and it was the very start of our um, current medical industry, was the uh, propaganda regarding uh, natural health remedies, including you know, using food, using water, using so on and so forth. Uh, You know, I I cannot remember exactly which Greek philosopher, but uh, talked about how uh, without good food, medicine
0: is useless. Hippocrates. Yeah, and, um,
1: you know, they've gotten to the point where, you know, you make money selling drugs, not giving nutritional advice and so on. So in the United States, there's actually not a med school in the United States that requires a nutrition course for a doctor. (laughs) And there's just a small number of them that actually offer nutrition courses for doctors in a medical program. Um, So we have this, you know, and and I'll, I'll be honest, it's not that doctors aren't smart, it's that their education is ignorant in what they're receiving regarding the benefits of health, and you know when when medical doctors begin really and, and there's only a few, there's a small number begin researching and digging into nutrition, they begin to realize that the benefits um, of Building health through lifestyle um, can have a huge positive impact on, you know, the, the people uh, that they're trying to heal.
0: Yeah, um, see, after I got out of the hospital in 2006, they literally told me nothing. I was blown away, you know, and so my my head was injured really um severely, and so I couldn't, you know, Come up with the questions, the correct questions, to ask them, but it was take these drugs, you know, and call me in the morning type thing but uh yeah, so i, I realized you know my I had a head injury a stroke, and I was cardiovascular, and so after my own investigations and inquiries into health, I came to the conclusion about you know blood circulation, things like nitric oxide and um you know the microbiome how that, you know, all of this works together every day and um, we, we need the nutrition as a fuel for these things to function properly, you know and um, drugs just weren't the answer and so uh, can you give us a crash course on uh, nitric oxide and nitric oxide production and how that can help the average Joe every day live a better life
1: um, nitric a huge role in um, causing our blood vessels to relax and contract, um, and so it improves blood flow, um, which uh, you know can help every system. If you're getting more nutrient dense, oxygen dense blood into our bodies, um, again, it can have a tremendous healing. Um prospector and one of the main uh nutrients to help facilitate the production of nitric oxide in our body is arginine and um you know so to supplement with arginine um, things like uh beetroot extract um, uh sort of things um, they you know can help bring about natural healing by increasing blood flow to your organs your systems your body
0: yeah dr nick evans who's also a bodybuilder said a well-fed muscle is a happy muscle in his book get the pump you know it was dedicated to this exactly and so you were talking about beetroot extract you know to help facilitate nitric oxide production but you know like I said I'm a big fan of fruits you know for all their health benefits and I was telling a friend of mine who I was giving free health advice to you know from my own layman experience I was telling her to eat you know enormous amounts of fruit you know and she uh, called me like a week later and said, no, you know, this fruit is not, you know, it's not, I'm not liking it. And I said, why not? And she said, well, it's making me too, too frisky, you know, for lack of a better term. And, you know, I, I just kind of laughed, you know, and I'm like, well, yeah, that's uh, <laughs> part of the whole thing, you know, It's just causing massive blood circulation, you eat tons of fruit. But coach, you know, a lot of people, especially in America, especially in everywhere else in the world I talk to, they have this vilified idea of fruit as a bad thing that, you know, a lot of people say, oh no, you eat too much fruit, it's bad, you have to eat other stuff, and I'm just blown away, like, how, where do these ideas come from, and you, you know, and you would say, I'm sure, back to the pharmaceutical industrial complex, and um sadly, uh, how, mu- how much influence do these guys have on society, because apparently... It's a lot and you know, according to my arbitrary unique opinion, because that's all it is as a non professional, is that they are causing much more harm than good to society. And you know, I think this is really important for the average person to hear and consider. So that's why I'm talking to you about this.
1: Um though though that issue for me professionally becomes outside the scope of my legal um, uh, you know, the legal scope of what I do. No, absolutely. Uh, That's... So, but with that being said, um, if the medical industry can create patients for the rest of their lives, it's a steady income stream. You know, on, on a sort of related note right now, one of the things that's really big in in you know at least in Northern California, I can't say anywhere else, but I assume a lot of places is the idea of testosterone replacement yeah. therapy.
0: You know, I've taken well, supplements myself for testosterone, and yeah. Once
1: once you start taking TRT, that's a lifetime commitment because yeah. your body. Itself will no longer continue to produce it and so to keep testosterone levels up You got to keep taking the TRT so when doctors promote that they now create you know Lifetime customers that Keep their medical practice thriving and I just use that as one example yeah, I, uh, Like you
0: said earlier, you know, it's outside the scope of your, your professional, you know abilities to talk about some stuff and, you know, making truth claims is frowned upon, especially on, uh, you know, public radios. But, you know, um, I found that fasting, and this is um, this is uh, in co- co- coherent, congruent with the, the opinions of other medical, non-commercial doctors, that fasting will, you know, boost testosterone levels by, like, hundreds of percent in a matter of a few days. And... Um, people are afraid to fast. (laughs) I talk to people about it, and they are, like, afraid to fast. My cousin says, no, Art, we need our three meals a day, you know. And um, so fasting, you know, when it comes to intercellular cleansing and hormone regulation and testosterone production and even stem cells, um, how do you feel towards fasting as a bodybuilder? Well, just,
1: you know, along that note, Um, And and much like you do uh, in the social media world, I do follow a lot of alternative um, doctors, pro-health, you know, healthy lifestyle, physicians, so on and so forth. So with that, I just saw a presentation uh, online about if you fast for seven days with just water. Just one time, fast seven days with just water. You reduce your risk of cancer, I believe, by 70% was the number. And I could be a little off on that, but I think that was the number um, that was in the presentation. was, again, seven days of fasting reduces all types of cancers by 70%. And so fasting plays a role. Um you know, and, and, you know, not everybody has to do a water-only fast. There's, you know, I'm, I'm like you. I'm a fruit guy more than a vegetable guy. Um, and, and I'll come back to that in a minute. Um, so you technically could do a fruit and water fast. Um, you can do just water. Um, you know, and they have a positive impact on... So many aspects of our body. Now, how often you fast, how long you fast, um, those are some things that you kind of learn about your own body. Um, And unfortunately, most people quit fasting before um, they really get the benefits of it because it's hard.
0: You know, I love food, you man.
1: So much food and, you know, to um, to fast, you're still going to get hungry. You're still going to, and you just have to have the discipline to continue. Yeah. Um. You know, so there is huge benefits. And, you know, sometimes it might just be, okay, I'm going to get started with this. And I'm just going to do 24 hours of water only. Um, I've had athletes that I've put on fast three days of clear liquids only. So to me, that includes, you know, bone broth, uh, you know, some of the, the teas, uh, but clear liquids. Um, I've had other athletes I've put, um, you know, and, and again, sometimes they exhibit symptoms, um, that they really just need to clean out their whole GI tract, just the physical aspect of
0: fasting. Oh, yeah, I've had some of my family and friends coach, you know, um, to interrupt real quick, you know, I, I try to get them to fast, and they tell me, oh, my gosh, it's so hard, man. I, it makes I feel sick, like I feel like garbage, you know, just 12 hours into it, and I try to explain to them that's their body having the opportunity to detox, and while they're fasting, they're getting rid of all the garbage, and it's, uh, you know them cleansing themselves and it's just tough you know to get people to understand the benefits of a healthy lifestyle
1: exactly and and with that you know somebody starts fasting um you know one of the first things that happens this was that that presentation i talked about earlier um was your body's going to start to shed unhealthy cells before it's going to shed healthy cells. Yeah, autophagy, right? And so, yeah, there's a good chance that that, that's why it's key on a fast to drink a lot of water, uh, because it helps to flush those toxins out of your system. And then there's so many unhealthy chemicals in a lot of our foods, in our water, um, you know they're finding the amount of aluminum in the snowfall, uh, up in Mount Shasta here in California, there shouldn't be aluminum in snowfall. Yeah. Know. Uh, you know, and so that ends up in our water and, um, you know, that, that creates its own issues. Uh, fluoridation in our water, uh, creates its own issues. Uh, you know plastic particles that get absorbed through our food create issues so, uh, and, we got you got know, back
0: three minutes go excuse me three minutes left, and um before we go, I'd like to just talk about fluoride because that's been a topic you know a hot topic recently, and you know a lot of people you know they they attack me verbally you know saying that fluoride is a natural element and that it's most abundant mineral on the planet we boo and so I think people should really, you know, investigate why fluoride is vilified, and I think that is because the fluoride we're talking about is the synthetic fluoride, which is sodium fluoride, versus calcium fluoride, which is a natural mineral from the earth. And um, so when they fluoride the water in the toothpaste, they're using the synthetic versions. And, you know, I like to have people like you on the air because, you know, it gives the rest of the world and the listeners the opportunity to investigate these ideas that they would otherwise be oblivious to, you know, um, if we're not presenting them. So we have two minutes, minute and a half. I'd like for you coach to give your contact information if you'd like and close out.
1: Certainly. Um, Again, uh, you know, my, my shoe expertise is strength and conditioning uh, I, I am a certified nutrition coach, but, you know, my, my true background is strength and conditioning. So if you have questions regarding strength and conditioning and how getting stronger can improve your health and lifestyle and can help with fat loss, uh, my contact number would be Coach, uh, information, contact information, Coach, C-O-A-C-H-M. CB, Coach McB at AOL.com. And feel free to reach out to me. Make sure you have something in the subject line because uh, I frequently go through and just eliminate all emails that I don't recognize uh, without even opening them. So make sure that the uh, subject line is clear. Yeah,
0: um, the other Facebook.
1: Facebook is probably, it's better for probably Instagram. Um, I keep that more for business related stuff and it's Coach McBee one is my Instagram and LinkedIn is another one and that's Coach McBee. Uh, those are the two that I generally use more for business than, uh, my Facebook page is more personal stuff.
0: Yeah, of course. But, um, this was actually really good. Thank you for uh, sharing and I hope to have you on, um, yeah, um, thank you, coach. Very good. All right. And You're welcome.